0: Initialize
1: sequence. Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shag's 2-Dope from his St. Cloud Posse. Dug, yeah, this is Bree. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider-Man, a.k.a. Brother Lynch, huh? Jared from Head P.E. Yo, what up? This is Hop. My name is Recognized. Robert
0: <laughs> This is Boondock. Yo, this is Blasey down homie. Welcome to The Underground, Australia's home of underground music. What is up and welcome to The Underground, it is Ned joined by Canadian rap sensation Merkulies. Merk, what's happening, man?
1: Not too much, man. Just chilling, getting ready to come out there and hang out with Australia and New Zealand squad, man. I'm excited.
0: Well, we're very much excited for it as well, but we'll get to that a little bit later, Merk. I wanted to know, are you a basketball fan?
1: Yeah, I've never really been a sports fan at all in my life until... Obviously, this year when the Raptors took it home, it just recently in the past year really gotten into hockey and basketball. So I wasn't before, but I'm a little bit late to the game, no pun intended. But now I am.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the reason that I ask because I have another Canadian friend who is right into the hoops and Raptors and whatnot, and she said apparently it just went crazy over there in Toronto. So I'm not sure if you're all over that or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I was actually, I went to one of the games. It was awesome, but uh, yeah, no, that was, it was definitely a very proud moment for Canada. I've never seen everybody just unite like that and just be so happy in a very long time. Obviously, having Drake behind it all was a big thing for us as well, because he's obviously Canada's hero right now. And yeah, no, that was awesome, man. It was it was cool to be at my first game and with really the experience it firsthand like that, but I'm definitely proud of the Raptors. And it sucks that Kawhi is not with us anymore, but at the same time, he brought it home for us. So shout out to that man, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a bit <laughs> devastating right there, but... Are you saying that your first game of basketball was at one of these finals series?
1: I know right That's what everybody says too It's like how ironic is it That the first basketball game I've ever been to Happens to be one of the most Important games of all time For Canada right Which was kind of funny For sure but Just the atmosphere in itself Man I was in Toronto At the Raptors game It was an experience To say the least I was actually just a few seats Behind Drake It was it was really cool
0: Yeah, oh, That is awesome right there All sorts of awesome Actually man I just thought I'd kick that off Because it's pretty crazy For you Canadians But changing things up man Congratulations on the new Record deal Can you let us know About this one And sort of what it means for your future
1: what happened was that I've been undergoing new management. Shout out to Eli Wenner. He's my uh, manager. And he basically, uh, just was talking to a few people and we were just looking at different offers that were coming in. And I met a gentleman by the name of Brian Shafton, who is a man and he has quite some history. He definitely had his hands in the bucket when it comes to albums like Doggy Style and Dr. Dre's Chronic 2001. And, and he's just been in the game for a long time and he's, he's a super, super OG out here. So he flew out to Toronto. It's one of the first shows on my last tour that I did. And we sat down and we talked and offers came across the table and we just kept talking and building and eventually, I ended up signing a distribution deal with RBC Records and BMG. BMG is a huge label. I mean, anybody from Alicia Keys to Taylor Swift has been on there before. So it's, it's really crazy to be able to say that I'm on the same roster as such uh, heavy hitters in the music industry. And RBC Records as well has uh, like Chief Keef, they have Gucci Man, they have Block a Flock of Flame, to name a few people. And so it's really cool to be able to be on the same roster as artists like that. And like I said, Brian gave me a shot and he gave me a deal that I don't think a lot of people would even have the opportunity to sign and I'm really excited moving forward and there's actually a BMG office in Australia as well so once I get out there I can't wait to come there and shake hands and just get to know everybody So,
0: oh, that is really cool right there and you're talking about those big time names and big time artists sort of things how about those big time numbers on your Old Town Road remix man I was seeing that just ticked over 18 million you're up there with them
1: Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> I was doing an interview earlier today, and I mentioned that uh, when I did that, it was just kind of like a, it was a comedic thing that I was kind of doing for fun, almost as a parody. And I remember putting it out and expecting it to do well, because I know that when you do things that are trendy, of course, for the most part, they go viral. But I did not expect even for a second to go as viral as it ended up actually going. It's crazy, that It's got $18 million on YouTube, as you mentioned. It's got over $100 million throughout Facebook and Instagram and uh, everywhere else. It's kind of ironic, because we work all these years to try to get to the top of the game and get that kind of fame and recognition and respect and who would have known that all I had to do was throw a cowboy hat on and (laughs) and kind of just joke around and then all of a sudden that's what got us to the position that we've been looking to be at for such a long time right but back to the basketball topic it was really cool too because that video is what put me in contact with Shaquille O'Neal he reached out to me and then him and I ended up doing a song together and now he's actually a good friend of mine and we just start casually texting back and forth it's like I kind of have to slap myself and be like is this even real life like I'm friends with Shaquille O'Neal all of a sudden you know what I mean it's really crazy.
0: That is crazy right there crazy you bring up, Shaq, because I was going to ask you about him, man. So there you go, you've been to one basketball game and you're friends with one of the most well-known basketballers in the world. That's impressive for a bit of a sad case basketball tragic like myself, man, I'm impressed.
1: No, for sure, man, and to be honest, that game that I was at was actually the first time that Shaq and I physically met. So what happened was is I remember I was sitting there watching the game and I was just as excited to watch the game as I was to meet Shaq, but obviously as you know Shaq does a lot of commentary during games and stuff like that, so he was in Toronto at the time and I just happened to be there with a the day off on tour and then I said, you know what? I looked at my crew, I said, screw it, let's go Let's go hit the game. So we hit the game and then I got a text from Shaq and Shaq was like, hey I'm in suite, I can't remember the number suite, 240 or something, like get up here and we'll hang out kind of thing. So I remember walking up there and then taking the elevator and and I get off the elevator and there's just hundreds of people with their phones out like, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq. <laughs> I walked up and then my bodyguard was yelled out Shaq's name. And then Shaq looked over and saw that it was me and invited me over there. And him and I had a really solid conversation. And I will say that out of all the co-signs that I've gotten in the music industry, he's somebody that is exactly how you'd expect him to be in person. He's hilarious. He's genuine. And he's just a really, really good guy. So him and I also have more music coming in the future. We did the one song but I going to do another record with him as well for the album. So shout out to Shaq for sure.
0: Oh, that is awesome right there, and I was going to ask you, Merck, on that sort of topic. Like, what are you and Shaquille O'Neal talking like in that booth? What's the topic of conversation there, man?
1: telling me how, because I'm originally from Vancouver, BC, Canada, so he knows that I was from there, so he brought up the fact that he actually spent some time living out there at one point in his life, and we just kind of talked about rap and current state of rap kind of thing, and whenever we're texting, it's really just us making jokes back and forth, but i plan on going and visiting him, and at his, where he stays in LA as well, in my wife, I'm sure. We'll, I'll meet his lady eventually as well, but the song we did was really cool, man, because the references that he was dropping on that song were hilarious, like he takes a shot at Charles Barkley like he always does because you <laughs> yeah. how they are and then he took a shot at he literally dissed Michael Jordan on a record with me which is legendary shit like who would have thought that Mercules would do a song with Shaq and Shaq would take a shot at Michael Jordan like that you know what I mean it was really cool man like that's still one of those things I haven't quite grasped yet where I have to like give it a few more months and then it might fully sink in and I'm actually working so closely with Shaq so
0: yeah man I need to let that sink in right now like I knew you were you know linking up with him because I've seen the pictures but I had no idea about you know this song where he's dishing Michael Jordan I need to hear that that's awesome
1: yeah, he actually sent me an old school LL Cool J beat. It's like a classic LL Cool J beat. And he was like, yo, what do you say we rap on this beat? And I was like, sure, it's Shaq. You know what I mean? He could send me the worst beat in the world gonna <laughs> rap on it because Shaq has <laughs> <laughs> And so he did it. And then it was crazy, man. Like he sent me a video of him backstage, I'm assuming at like ESPN or whatever, just showing me what he had written so far before we actually recorded the record. And I, I have a video on my phone of him with his buddy backstage just rapping over the beat, showing me like what they got so far. And it was cool, too, because he referenced where I'm from a lot. He mentions Canada a lot. He says, Mercules is like a brother to me on the song, which is like a huge thing for me. It's like, even hearing Shaq say your name is one thing, but to do a full-blown record with him. And that's the thing, is people forget that Shaq obviously carries a legacy as a basketball player, but he also had albums that went multi-platinum, and he's got songs with Biggie. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's really been around in the rap space.
0: Oh, I remember, man. I I'm old. that. <laughs>
1: I'm still a young buck, but I had to go and do my research. And All of a sudden, once I dug it all up, I was like, wow, man. Like I grew up watching this guy. I grew up wearing his shoes when I was a little kid, and now we're homies. So, yeah, it's a really cool story.
0: Yeah, that is a great <laughs> story right there, man. You've definitely impressed me. I can't wait to hear more Shaq and Merc, an Australian tool for that, oh, yeah. man. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, no doubt. A lot of people think I'm the big guy, but then I took a photo with him, and I made it probably up to his waist. Like The guy's really as big in person as you would expect him to be it's insane
0: oh that's crazy right there and switching things up because I could talk Shaq and rap and you guys (laughs) could (laughs) buy but I was gonna say man uh, really hats off to you because you do seem like one of those genuine nice dudes in the rap game I saw you went to your nephew's school was it to surprise like one of his friends or something was a fan of yours and you went to the school oh
1: that was on my last tour actually what happened was that's Carissa's niece Carissa being my wife but her name's Emily I also consider her my niece as well but what happened was this? we just so happened to be in town and we heard a rumor that there was a substitute teacher that was asking the children at school what they wanted to listen to and then my niece Emily said we should put on Mercules and then the substitute teacher was so blown away and taken back by it and she said how do you know who Mercules is and she says, well that's actually my uncle so her teacher was like "How? I can't believe Mercules is your uncle like was so like amazed by the fact that I was her uncle and then the rumor started getting spread around the school that Emily's got a famous rapper uncle named Mercury. so <laughs> I happened to be in town for a show so I thought it would be cool if I pulled up at her school and surprised her. So once I did that, it was really cool to come there and surprise her, and all the other classmates get a chance to see me and say hi quick. And I think she's definitely still the coolest kid at school for that, for sure.
0: Yeah, that is awesome right there. Imagine those kids talking about that. That's something they'll never forget. I just thought that was a real hats off effort to you there, man.
1: Thank you, man. Yeah, it's fun to do stuff like that. Once you reach a certain level and you can take just a few minutes of your time to make somebody's day or just have a conversation or shake somebody's hand. And I don't think a lot of these artists that have that kind of reputable fame realize how far you go and how much you can really like change somebody's day or change somebody's life for the better. You know, like It's it's cool. It's almost like a superpower.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. 100%. Do you have any other stories like that that have just really blown your fans away? That one just comes to mind because I saw it a couple of weeks ago and thought, man, I've got to talk to him about that.
1: I mean, I try to do as much as I can. Like, I want to start doing more community work where I'm, like, going to schools or going to, like, juvenile detention centers and kind of just talking about my story because I'm extremely blessed and lucky to be in the position I am because I was heading down a very negative path in life when I was younger. So a lot of my friends that I was friends with back then are either dead or in jail or addicted to drugs. So... I definitely want to just take my power of knowledge and be able to, now that I have the the voice that I have and I have the quote unquote clout, if you want to call it that, I can take it and use it in a positive manner. So, I mean, there's tons of stories like that. And I've met lots of people at priests and stuff that have shared their story with me and people have have met people and given them a hug and they're crying and they faint sometimes. Like it's really crazy, man. But I definitely want to start taking what I have now and using it in a positive way to, to try to help the youth because... Like I said, I feel like I almost just got lucky to be in the position I am now. Sure, I worked hard to get here, but at the same time, where I'm from, not everybody's that fortunate,
0: right? 100% hear what you're saying, and I think we definitely need more people like you, man. We'll switch things up. You're here in Australia very shortly. What are your sort of fondest memories from the last time you were out here, Merck?
1: Listen, man, I'm not saying this because I'm trying to suck up or kiss anybody's ass here, but Australia was by far my favorite place in the world that I've ever toured. It was by far. The shows out there were amazing. I had no idea that they were going to do as well as they did. Huge shout-out to Patrick. Most people know him as Mastercraft for putting the last tour on and also putting this one on That's coming up. I can't wait to get back out there. Australia is amazing. My fondest memory, i have to say, was my first shoey for sure.
0: Oh, he amongst movie, the shoeie.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing until I got there. And Chris Webby actually reached out to me and was like, dude, I was on my way to Australia, and Chris Webby hits me up. He's like, dude, there's this thing they do out there where you got to drink beer out of a shoe. And he's like, I drank it out of, like, a dirty pair of shoes, and he actually got sick last time he was there. So he was warning me about it when <laughs> I got there. And then every single show that we did in Australia, I did a shoey every single night. And then, yeah, no, but it's great, man. I love Australia. They hold us down. And I know that there's a lot of Australians that come to Canada as well for the ski season. So I feel like Canada and Australia have of a connection in that sense
0: you know they definitely do man i've got a buddy in canada at the moment for oh well she went over there for the ski season so there definitely is like a canada australia sort of thing she went over whenever the ski season was and is still over there actually but isn't it kind of sad oh, really? wow, awesome. yeah she just loves it but isn't it kind of sad that we're sort of best known for shoeies, drinking alcohol or a beer or whatever out of a shoe spins me out man
1: I mean, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily what you guys are the most known for. I'm just saying that was a funny experience when I was there, but the country of Australia is absolutely beautiful, and that's the thing is I always say this all the time. You can go somewhere, and it could be super beautiful. It could be the most amazing, scenic place in the world, but if the people there aren't awesome, it just doesn't add up, you know what I mean? And Australia is one of those places where everybody is just so rad, they're so cool, and so welcoming that when the people are just as awesome as the place that you're at, it really makes it that much more amazing, and I can say that Australia is definitely one those places i love australia and i cannot wait to get back out there not to mention to get out there and, and then get back on tour with the artists that i met out there last time because I, I made a really good connection with complete and with omac and they're both locals from australia perth i believe and i know completes on this tour as well so i'm really excited
0: about that oh, that's awesome man well thank you so much for those kind words on the country that's so cool but i was going to say man do you have anything you have to do that you've been looking forward to doing getting back here obviously not one of those shoes i'd assume
1: Not necessarily, I feel like because last time I was there we took an extra week off at the end of the tour and we were at Surfers Paradise so I got to actually experience like chilling there and not having that. That's the thing is when you're on tour most, you do a show, then you board a plane, then you do a show and it's hard to actually experience certain places that you want to experience, right? Yeah. And I feel like on the last tour, we had enough time off that I actually got to experience like just being there and hanging out and I didn't have to think about my career all the time and it wasn't always a show. But I don't know if there's anything necessarily that I didn't do that I want to do this time, but I am definitely excited to see New Zealand for the first time. That's definitely a bucket list thing for me and that's going to be really cool. But as far as Australia goes, I just can't wait to- be back there in general because the people are awesome and the place is awesome, like I said, and the shows. I feel like with the recent success that we've had that these shows are gonna be even crazier than they were last time and let me tell you last time they were extremely crazy, so I can't wait to see how many fans come out and get a chance to just see the following that we have out there and see how much it's grown since last time.
0: Oh it's gonna be great. You've already got a couple of sold out shows here just looking at the list, Merc. It's gonna be a big one. Changing things up, I was gonna ask what's up next for you music wise, like when will we see this I guess we talked about it earlier, but when will we see this Shaq and Merck? Are you talking a full length album here or is that like a just like a song?
1: No, Shaq and I are just talking about doing another song for my album that's coming up. In my album, I have a lot of heavy hitters on there. I can confirm right now that BMX is on there. I can confirm right now that I've been working with most of G-Unit, except for 50 Cent, because he's the busiest guy in the world. But I've been working with all the G-Unit guys. I've been working with Joel Santana from Dipset. I got a record with Paul Wall on there that I'm really, really happy with. There's songs on there that I've taken a different approach on that I haven't actually done before in the past, so I'm really excited for people to hear me trying new things and speaking on topics that I've never spoke on before. But I will say it's been a long time coming, and I know that I've been kind of stressing the fans out because I keep on saying it's coming and it's coming but it's almost like every time I turn my head I look back and there's a new opportunity that can do nothing but better the album so that's why it's been postponed for so long I've been speaking with The Game about doing a record I made a song and sent it to him and he said he's gonna fill the gaps on that one yeah there's just so much going on me and Yellow Wolf have been talking about doing a record Uh as well But yeah, so feature-wise, there's lots of features for sure, but I also think that this next album is going to be my best body of work, and I can't wait for people to hear me try new things, and I don't want to be the guy that makes the same song over and over again, so I'm trying to test out different things and try new areas, and it's been working for me, so album coming very, very soon, for sure.
0: There you go, and it sounds like those features in themselves are just amazing right there, and yeah, you've definitely got to change things up, and... And evolve, Merck, so you're saying very soon, you're thinking this year or maybe early 2020?
1: Oh no, it'll be this year for sure. It'll be before the year ends for sure.
0: Oh that is awesome, that is what we like.
1: Not not before Australia, unfortunately, but it will be before the year ends for sure.
0: Man, if you get that out before you get out here, I'd be super impressed because we are so close now. But changing things up, what's a surprising fact about you, like something crazy or kooky about you that would surprise your fans?
1: I'm kind of open book as is, so I feel like most of the fans know me just as much as Cole, which is my real name as they do Mercury's. I can't even really think of anything, because I mean <laughs> for the most part, I'm, I'm such a personable dude that I feel like I'm not one of those guys that kind of just hides behind the curtains when it comes to being a person outside of being an artist. Like, I feel like my fans know me pretty well. I'm not sure. That's a really hard one. Or maybe I'd have to get back to you on that one. I gotta no. think more about
0: that. That's all good, man. It's good to be an open book, man. I like that a lot. And before I let you go, man, can I grab a recommendation from? you. It doesn't have to be music, it can be a movie or anything, like something that is recommends.
1: Man, you got me on this one too, I swear. I'm, I'm hungover today, I'm not gonna lie, I had a few drinks last night so my brain just isn't really working. But uh, as far as something I would recommend. This is going to be music. It's actually an album that I've been listening to that's been helping me get through the process of making my album. It's an album that just came out recently. And I know a lot of people are going to knock me for this because of the whole Eminem thing, but I really, really enjoyed Machine Gun Kelly's new album, Hotel Diablo. So if anybody gets a chance to check that out, you definitely should. It's actually been inspiring me to make the music I've been making on my album. So maybe I'll say that.
0: Yeah, I think that's cool, man. And yeah, no disrespect at all there for that Eminem. That Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly thing was kind of fun there for a while, I thought.
1: I feel that hip-hop needed that too because we're in a space right now where everybody's complaining about the mumble rap generation and I mean, I'm not necessarily a fan of that stuff either but I think the Eminem and MGK thing kind of reminded people that real rap still exists and I think that the hardcore spitters such as myself and the kind of people that I make music with were happy to see that because now it's kind of transitioning back to the way that it used to be and I think a lot of people are happy to see that
0: couldn't agree more well be sure to check this guy out it is Mercury he is heading our way kicking things off at Max Watts in Melbourne on the 5th of September Max Watts in Sydney on the 6th 7th and the 11th in Adelaide and Hobart those shows are both sold out the 12th in Launceston Perth at the Capitol on the 13th the 14th in Brisbane at the back room the 15th at Gold Coast on Parkwood Tavern. Man, you've got a bunch of shows coming up, and then you hit Auckland Christchurch in Wellington, 19, 20, and 21st of September. Tickets are on sale now, raptix.com.au, and be sure to hit him up, facebook.com slash youngmercules, and grab that gear, merculesmusic.com. Thanks again, man. Really appreciated you taking some time out and having a chat with me.
1: Hey, man, thanks for having me, brother. I also forgot to mention that I'll be celebrating my birthday in Australia, too, so we've got to turn it up for sure, man. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for having me on the show. Hopefully, we can do this again, and hopefully, I get a chance to shake your hand in person. And much love, Stomp Down Killers forever. Shout out to all the fans in Australia. You and I'll see you guys soon.
0: How? What? It's the underground.